0: Welcome to the Maker Mindset Podcast. Join your host, Mike Rubini, as he shares his journey into building and launching profitable SaaS products. Get ready to learn from Mike and his guests as they share struggles, successes, best practices and case studies. Introducing the host of the Maker Mindset Podcast, Mike Rubini. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Maker Mindset Podcast. This is Mike Rubini, I'm your host and if you don't know me, I'm a 29 years old guy from Italy running a SaaS business. So a SaaS business is basically a business based on software that uh, I build, I manage and I sell to people who deem that software valuable enough for them to pay something per month. So it's basically selling software as a subscription so today i want to talk about risk aversion i consider most successful entrepreneurs to be risk averse they make decisions that may seem to be the riskiest but in fact every move is calculated i'm going to make the case that being an indie maker and having a SaaS business in particular a bootstrapped one is the best way to minimize the risk of running a startup 70%, 70%, thats seven zero seventy 7-0, 70% of VC-baked startups fail. VC-baked startups are basically startups that uh, take outside money, outside investments from investors to run their startup and they usually fail around 20 months after first raising money with an average of 1.3 million in total funding raised. That's absurd to me and what is interesting though is that the top reasons for failure of these startups include one no market two they run out of money or three they have the wrong team in place so basically these are the three factors that we need to uh, kind of be wary of so no market no money and wrong team So the beautiful part is that today you can be an indie maker and you can bootstrap your project, your startup, your SaaS. So what that means is that you can do it, you can totally do it without a team and without money. That's anyway how I do it. And I've been doing this for four years now, three years actually. So no money, no team are no more excuses for you to fail because you can do that with no money you can build a business with no money and no team so that leaves only no market as a failure factor Uh, the great part is that if there is no market and you do fail because of that you can always land a new job by showing projects that you have built and skills that you have developed while building your projects your startups so that's You know really beautiful because you can fail but still is not a total failure because you can you know go get a job that um you know will will value those uh, experiences that uh, that you have created for yourself and by the way uh you know a cool way to minimize the risk of um you know having uh, no market as a failure factor is building an mvp so if you build a m- minimum viable product of your project, that is going to allow you to uh, test the market and see if there is a market for t- for what you are trying to sell or not before you actually spend time and money and resources on building the, p- the, the product itself. So this is obviously very, very good. Uh, one difference that I, I see running my software business compared to running my service business that you know i was running years ago because i was selling services regarding marketing um, is that on the service business you have fewer customers who typically pay you more on retainer and that means that when you lose a customer you lose a good percentage of your monthly recurring revenue of your money uh, in the software business instead, that especially if it is low ticket and um, you know a, a lot of software nowadays are not enterprise; they are low ticket. Uh, you know you can pay, you know, for 49 bucks for it, uh, 50 bucks, 100 bucks a month. So it's literally it's not like 1,000 bucks a month. So it's low ticket for me, anyways. And I think this is safer because you typically have more customers, and it's very unlikely that they will all churn at the same time. Also, when they do churn, you lose a small amount of money and you have more time to adjust your marketing efforts accordingly. So this is clearly why I believe that running an indie business and running a bootstrap business is very risk averse and I love it. So I hope you enjoyed this short episode about risk aversion and if you want to learn more, just go to rubini.link slash risk. That's r-u-b-i-n-i dot link slash risk, R-I-S-K. Have a great day and uh, I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.